What you are about to hear are accounts of real pro wrestling events. Some names, mostly ours, have been changed to protect the innocent. Welcome to Snap Judgments. It's Mr. RCMP, Justin JLB. Welcome to another Snap Judgment where we will be recapping SmackDown as this will be the last show before the big money in the bank matchup or pay-per-view rather where the risk will be worth the reward. Do start off with SmackDown. Let me just let you know that this is brought to you by the Tatnus Co. Network, where you can listen to us as well as listen to Tatnus Co. Uncensored, Basement Bullshit, and a bunch of other podcasts that are on there. Do go to tatnusco.com to check those out, as there is some great, great shows there. Without further ado, let's get on to SmackDown for May 8th. 2020. Down does start off with a matchup between Sonia Deville and of course Mandy Rose. And honestly, the match was very sloppy. Um it just seemed really rushed. Didn't really care for it. I was kind of excited when they were promoting it and then going into the match, it was just very sloppy. We did see Mandy Rose get a few hits in and well actually really we, we saw her wrestle a heck of a lot more but it was just really sloppy and rushed and therefore made me not really care about the match. The announcers though really tried to pump up the match as much as they could so kudos to Cole and Corey Graves for really pumping out the match uh, but the match was pretty sloppy, didn't really care for it. DeVille ended up beating Mandy Rose with a roll-up pin right at the end, which just seemed to come out of nowhere, which I guess would make sense considering she's a heel. But it just feel, felt really weird and how, you know, um, DeVille was basically saying she's been waiting five years to pulverize her. It was just very weird to say the least. After that, we do got a matchup as it will be the New Day and the Lucha House Party versus the Miz and Morrison and the Forgotten Sons. Now, first of all, the enemy of my enemy is my friend and so on is how they were promoting it. Um, but at the same time, it was very weird to see all of these wrestlers go against each other, especially in a tag match, considering they will be facing each other in a fatal four-way come the pay-per-view on Sunday. Uh, so I felt it was kind of weird in that regard. They really have to stop kind of giving you um, basically the match that you're going to get on the pay-per-view, although it's a fatal four-way on Sunday which is just kind of annoying. Don't have them all team up and then have them face each other two days later all against each other. It's weird. On that note, though, I must say the match was actually really good. So I guess they achieved with me wanting more for Money in the Bank because this match was pretty decent. Um, and it just 
everybody did good. I saw spots from everybody, from the New Day, from the Forgotten Sons, from the Lucha House Party. Ultimately, though, Miz and Morrison ended up getting the win um, as the Miz gave the face crusher uh, for the one, two, three. The Forgotten Sons, you did see their powerhouse moves here as well. Um, it was it was a good tag match. So although I was bitching about it, I was just bitching about more off the play from the actual pay-per-view. Uh, but you definitely see in this match that the Forgotten Sons continue to roll and build toward uh, a big win potentially. And they definitely look unstoppable at the moment as Cutler and Blake need to make a big impression Um in this important opportunity that we're going to get Sunday, which might be leading me to thinking that the Forgotten Sons will actually win. So we will certainly see what happens there. But honestly, I believe it might be the match of the night. It was a really good match, really entertaining, a little long, but worth it. The, uh, the, the length of the match was definitely worth the worth, um, worth every, every minute of it. Uh, Because it was a really good match for uh, it to be just on SmackDown. I hope they don't mess that up by making the money in the bank not as good. Fatal 4-Ways can tend to get a little tricky. Um, In Fatal fatal 4-Way rules, anybody can win the championship at any time. The actual champions do not need to be pinned. So the New Day could lose it without even being pinned usually is how it goes and they've even announced it uh, on smackdown that it was going to go that route so we shall see obviously on uh, money in the bank as it is this sunday next up we got uh, an interview with jeff hardy finally the videos are over that is done his comeback his redemption whatever have you all those videos are done and now jeff hardy is officially being interviewed he basically said that he has one more last run in him. He told Renee Young that he was not done yet in WWE. He wanted to show that he could have one last run. Sheamus mocked him while he was technically backstage for continuing to try um, after everything that he's done. Finally comes out, basically says that he's washed up and that no one believes that he can stay clean. The two fought and uh, the charismatic enigma laid out the Celtic warrior with a swanton bomb. And there we go. I imagine there's going to be a matchup between these two at Money in the Bank. Um, It would only make sense. But um, it was... It was good. Like, it was awesome. I, 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 it's good to see Jeff Hardy back. It doesn't seem like he's rusty at all. So, uh, in terms of how the storyline is built, it's built nicely. The problem is I just feel like they're not going to do anything with it. Um, but it's a decent storyline. So, I really don't mind it. Jeff Hardy looks good. He still looks like he's, you know, he doesn't look like he has a lot of ring rust. It was also like a two-minute thing, though. So we will see what else happens. I imagine it's going to be Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus, though, at Money in the Bank. uh, Or maybe they'll extend it for, like, Backlash or something. We get another segment with uh, Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, once again tries to get Braun Strowman to wear the mask, but Strowman is not having it. Says Strowman mentioned that he's his own man and that um, 
he he he's his own man and that he doesn't need Bray Wyatt that he's done so much without him and so on and so forth um honestly it's it's a nice little storyline I feel like they are going to ruin it somehow um I mean it depends it's just weird like like it's because like I care but I don't care like I don't see Strowman losing the title it's too soon but at the same time I don't care with Strowman having the title so I really wouldn't mind if he lost it uh I don't know I don't know it's 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 good storyline building I just feel like the WWE is gonna mess this up so we shall see after that, we do got a tag match with Bailey and Sasha Banks versus Tamina and Lacey Evans. Uh, basically, this match starts off with Tamina sent Bailey and Sasha Banks running to start the match, and uh, the heels just almost left. But Lacey Evans got in their way, starting a brawl, deciding to continue after that. They isolated uh, Lacey Evans. Um, it worked for a while, but Tamina, of course, came back. Not to be denied, Bailey blocked a super fly splash and hit Bailey's uh, Bailey to belly into a diving elbow. However, the veteran kicked out. The legit boss had to save um, had to save the role model uh, at first. Uh, at the first Samoan drop attempt. Evans took out Banks with the woman's right, though, setting up Tamina to hit the super kick into a Samoan drop for the win. So Tamina and Evans defeated Bailey and Banks for the pinfall. Decent match. Decent match. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't care about this woman's matchup, though. Like, I want Bailey to lose because Bailey's not doing anything with it, but Tamina at the same time also is... Um, just I don't care for her either however if they're gonna keep her on the roster and not fire her they might as well give her the title or something I feel like she would do maybe better with Bailey uh, or it could just be the same point where I don't care for her either when are they going to do the Sasha and Bailey that's all I'm waiting for they're burning it slow I completely get that. And you know what? I'm kind of liking that they are doing it. So I guess patience is a virtue in that regard. Um, after that, we do get the main event. Um, we do, yeah, we do get the main event as it is going to be Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak, Gulak verse, with an, a mystery uh, partner versus King Corbin, Cesaro, and Shinsuke Nakamura. So Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak come out and um, we find out that it's actually Otis that is going to be their tag team partner. So we got three, uh, rather four of the people that are in this match. Um actually four of the people that are in this match are in the money in the bank so that's pretty uh pretty clever i guess to end the way uh you know you're gonna be promoting money in the bank here so um yeah the setup the basically uh the heavy machinery star is teaming up with the technical grappers against corbin cesaro and shinsuke nakamura uh, Otis quickly paid uh, dividends, hitting the caterpillar on the artist before Brian and Gulak helped send the heels to the floor. Uh, decent match, though. In that regard, we do see um, we do see that uh, Brian, Gulak, and Otis defeated uh, the trio, but then there is um, 
little matchup that had, and a brawl rather, that broke out, leaving Corbin alone to set up a ladder. Brian returned to try and ruin the King's moment, uh, followed by Otis coming, who tried to climb the ladder, but then broke the steps. I don't even know if that's a thing. I know Otis is a big guy, but I still feel like those ladders can hold a lot. So it's just kind of saying something uh, for WWE's ladder equipment. Like maybe you shouldn't even have those to begin with. Um, but basically, uh, after many attempts, Corbin finally went on top of the ladder and got the money in the brank beef briefcase. Um, and that's it. So right off the bat, this tells me a few things. Corbin's not going to be winning the money in the bank. Um... Okay, I guess it just tells me one thing. Corbin's not going to be winning the money in the bank. Um, you know, the whole Otis thing with him breaking the ladder steps I found was really stupid. Would have been pretty cool if we also saw the Raw Superstars come out. Kind of make it a crazy, because obviously there's Raw Superstars in the money in the bank matchup as well. Would have been cool. I get the whole COVID thing. So, it is what it is there. Um... You know, it's a pretty typical money in the bank buildup, though, at the end of the day. But I enjoyed it. I liked it. Uh, this does tell me that Corbin wasn't isn't going to win. There's a lot of, you know, given this, though, there's a lot of these people that have had money in the bank. Money in the bank opportunities uh, or who are there who have won it more than once. Corbin won it twice. Uh, Daniel Bryan won it twice. So, it's pretty interesting to see, and I doubt those people will win the money in the bank. But it was a, you know, a typical yet decent setup for money in the bank this Sunday. And yeah, so that was your SmackDown. It was okay. It was decent. I, I really enjoyed the, um, well, I definitely didn't enjoy the Mandy Rose match, but I enjoyed the New Day and Lucha House Party uh, versus the Mo Miz and Morrison and the Forgotten Sons. Match of the night uh, was really awesome. I really enjoyed that. Uh, Jeff Hardy looks good. And um, the, Braun Strowman and the Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt whole uh, showdown. I don't know, man. They're going to ruin it. It's It would have been cool, but they need proper buildup. And honestly, I think you need a crowd um, for that. And yeah, so it was a, a semi-okay uh, SmackDown. If I'm going to have to give it a final verdict, I'm going to give it, um, you know, I'll give it a three out of five. You know, uh, Raw was better uh, in that regard. Um, and they didn't really do much. Uh, but obviously set up money in the bank and that's all you really can do. And yeah, that's it. I don't know. I'm just kind of, just kind of off of it. I don't know. Like it was all right. Raw was definitely better. If we're going to look at the SmackDown ratings, cause I do realize I haven't done the SmackDown ratings. I've only been doing the raw ones. Let's break down the SmackDown ratings, shall we? For this SmackDown, because I did do it a little bit later, I was able to get the uh, rating. So the average rating is 2.03, which obviously is better than Raw. Um, so also at the same time, this is also on Fox. So Fox does have a lot more viewership. So 2.03 was the average. The breakdown hour was 2.07 and hour two was 1.992. So, you know, a decent rating considering last week they did get 1.9. Uh, and then the week before was 2.0. So, you know, they're steady, steady on the twos, two million views. So pretty decent um, in that regard. However, it's also good to note um, that there are going lower 
in the twos. So at some point they were at 2.5, now they're hitting at 2.03. So they are going lower and honestly it might be because of, you know, the fact that there is no crowd. It it can get definitely dull for some people who, the, the crowd, it's amazing again how the crowd adds so much to the event and it just goes to show you that it is needed there is rumors though that uh starting next week or the week after that they will be able to have like a limited crowd florida is kind of opening up a bit and um there's um mentions that it might be up to about 25 percent capacity that they want to do so we will see we will find out uh but it was an okay smackdown I am not overly excited for Money in the Bank. At the same time, though, I don't know who's going to be winning any of everything. It does seem very unpredictable. So we'll find out. I think the Money in the Bank itself is going to be a complete car crash. And it, uh, yeah, it's just not going to be good. So that is it. That is all. That is my rating. I believe I said 3.0. I'm giving it a 2.8. I still feel like there could have been more. Uh, that Mandy Rose matchup, I don't even know why they did that. You maybe could have done that also on Money in the Bank or something. Or maybe, you know, try to extend the feud a bit. Definitely should have something with, you know, a tag match between all those four people. Mandy Rose, DeVille, Otis and uh Dolph Ziggler but I guess they're gonna be leading to that anyways um still I want to see these women get showcased better and more uh this match just seemed put together at the last minute and they didn't know what they were doing that roll-up pin was absolutely ridiculous but allow me to digress I thank you guys for listening to the Smackdown review for May 8th 2020 and uh, yeah, so here's to money in the bank. Um, and we'll see what happens. That is it, guys. Of course, this is brought to you by the po- um, the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network, as mentioned earlier. You guys can follow me at JLB420 on Twitter. Real Talk Radio is the brand. You can follow me at Real Talk Radio 8, anchor.fm slash RTR. Um, we also got uh, realtalkradio.ca coming back soon, so look out for that. In the meantime, check out our other ones. We do still have the contest going on. You can basically what you have to do pretty simple guys pretty simple you want two free t-shirts you can get two free t-shirts you can get one of our uh raw and order t-shirts as well as one uh from pro wrestling tees we recommend you pick a superstar that has been fired or not currently working at the moment up to 30 dollars. how do you do it how do you join in Easy peasy, you go on Twitter, you hashtag Raw and Order WBU, you have get a link to one of our podcasts, anyone that you want, you don't have to pick one that's recent, anyone that you want, maybe picking one that's recent is kind of cool because it allows people to listen to stuff that just happened, but anyone that you want technically, hashtag Raw and Order WBU. And if you want to get an extra pick in, you just have to at the superstar that you might actually want. So of this t-shirt that you want. So if you want to hashtag um, 
uh, Drake Maverick, ha uh, not hashtag, but at him, you know, it shows him, hey, look, there's a Raw and Order superstar, look, there's uh, guys trying to help us out where Vince couldn't, so, you know, there's definitely stuff to be had there, so once again, t-shirt contest, win two free t-shirts, put the hashtag, uh, Raw and Order, WBU, have a link to one of our websites, uh, one of our podcast uh, episodes, rather, and then, um, basically if you want if you have a little room still you could mention what t-shirts you might be interested in um and that's it and you're in and if you add a superstar you're in twice so it doesn't cost you anything it costs us something but we're willing to put up that cost because we want to help support all the wrestlers that are uh, not in jobs at the moment and that or that vince has fired so that is it. That is all. Join the contest. You have nothing to lose, everything to gain, specifically two t-shirts, one from us and one from Pro Wrestling Tees. And uh, yeah, so that is it. Enough of my rambling. Thank you for listening to the SmackDown recap on Raw in Order, Snap Judgments. And that is it. That is all. Ciao for now.